Good afternoon. Welcome to our Thursday session of Catspace. I'm Kat. This is Buckets. And with us always, my our best friend and lifelong hero, Leon. Hello. How are you? Lifelong? Wow, I must have done something. I must have got like an OBE for longevity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you? How are you? We're not too bad. Not too oh, bad. Gross. So tonight's today's episode um, is all about the legendary, the iconic Mr. Television, Mr. Australia, uh, the late, great Bert Newton, who we sadly lost on the uh, 30th of October at the ripe old age of 83. So today's tribute is all about Mr. Television himself. And this will be fun, but also somber. And I hope our subscribers and viewers enjoyed today's episode. So let's get started. Okay, so Bert Newton is an Australian icon, a legend, a father, husband, and grandfather. We all grew up watching Bert on our TV screens for so many years. He brought laughter, smiles, happiness, and joy to all of us. Thank you, Mr. Newton, for all the love, laughter, and entertainment you gave us. We will miss you greatly. Gone, but will never, ever be forgotten, and we'll never forget you. First question, what was your most memorable moment of Bert Newton. Who wants to start? Uh, <laughs> yeah, who are we still be starting with? Well, I, well, you were telling me the other day about um, Bert Newton being Moonface from the Lunar Park thing. Yes. Um, that was actually, uh, that was actually him. He's he's the face of Lunar Park. So I, I didn't actually know that. Um, you know, I, I just imagined it was a big face that they just created but i didn't actually know that that was based off his face yeah it's actually based around him yeah which means that everyone basically passes through his mouth every time so every time we walk in we're walking into burt newton yeah but yes (laughs) the legendary the iconic moon face but it's amazingly um, enough he was dubbed moon face he was dubbed moon face from the don lane show back in roughly 1975 but before that he wasn't dubbed as uh, Moonface, who was also known as Barrel Boy as well. Anyway, and he also started up his career back in uh, with his television career back in 19, uh, 1957. It was only like uh, on um, uh, the what, Late Show. I think it might have been a Late Show. Uh, well, he was actually on a few shows, actually. I believe he created uh, his career started at 18 years old. So that was basic. As soon as he got out of high school, um, he had a Job on TV at 18. Amazing. Way before my time. Yes, with the legendary uh, Graham Kennedy and um, Don Lane. I think Don Lane came a bit later. That was during the yes, 80s. Don Lane. But that was a great show. I remember being a kid watching the Don Lane show. Um, and he pretty much uh, was the best. It, it was weird because he was the best sidekick, but you, you never really saw him as a sidekick if you think about it. Um, but he, he won a lot of logies, um, you know, just for being himself kind of thing. It was quite amazing. Um, he'll really be missed. He really but, will. And I believe that's when that's where he met his beautiful wife. And that's, and that's what it needs to be all along. Hmm. I believe that's where he met his beautiful wife. That, that's, that's what. That's one thing that Australian television 
that's the one thing that Australian television has missed, you know, characters being themselves. Burton was himself, and he actually, um, amazingly enough, he started, but when you mentioned Graham Kennedy, it was 1960 slash 61, uh, where he was uh, appearing on TV with Graham Kennedy. That was on Graham Kennedy's Channel 9 show back in what, 19, uh, 1960, but it only lasted for a couple of years. But he then he moved on to, eventually moved on to the Don Lane show back in 1975. So it's oh, amazing. There was a 14, 15 year difference between him and Graham, uh, between Burton and Graham Kennedy and then Burton and Don Lane. Yeah. But it's also where he met his beautiful wife, Patty. Patty. Mm. And actually, a lot of people said that um, Patty and um, Bert Newton really was the perfect dream. The epitome couple, the, the it couple. Yeah, because couple. because the thing is about this too, like a lot of a lot of marriages, they they break up in Hollywood all the time. It's almost like um, it, it's a frequent thing that happens, but. Um, Patty stayed with Bert Newton um, for basically until death, basically. And, you know, all, it's, it's, it's almost amazing as that we, we see um, there, there all these other Hollywood couples that break up after the first year or two years or three years. There really aren't that many um, couples that, that both came from Hollywood that actually stay with each other, but they they were one of the rare ones that did in Australia, in, in Australia and the world as well. Their longevity and their love story and fairy tales surpassed surpassed the ages, and mm, I think their their love encompassed Australia, and Australia felt like Bert and Patty were family to everybody, including you know all of us. You know, he was with us every day in our homes, mm. on our screens, and so was Patty. And it felt like they were extended family members that we we never met. Yeah, it, it was interesting like that because um, I remember when um, you know Jamoan basically was doing a um, a tourist type show, and one of the things that he was doing was um, he went to the soccer in Europe, and um, one of there was a European commentator that basically said, "Okay, um, who who are the um, who, um, who's on a straight uh, who's on the Socceroos that uh, everyone should be looking out for?" And he said, "Bert Newton," <laughs> as if that was that was like our top <laughs> soccer player of the year, you know. And they're like, "There you had it, Bert Newton." <laughs> what I think is Bert not, Newton, um, Australian Matilda. Yeah. What I think is most <laughs> memorable about Albert is that even though he was called Mr. Australia or Mr. Television, to me, he was Mr. Logies because he appeared on the Logies, what, 19 times? Yeah, he did. And um, I think the Logies was his his sort of like, oh, this is my my house. This is but, like my place. Like, yeah, I'm presenting you with a Logie. But he got, for every Logie that he gave out, he got a Logie of his own. Yeah. So he was one of the few Australian um personalities that for for every Logie gave he goes oh I got one on my own to bring home you know like yeah. as if it's a takeaway <laughs> you know but do you know what he actually correct me if I'm wrong fact check this he began in radio before television yes that's, that's true. correct yeah um, so he was a radio personality before appearing on television and after he did radio he he started his uh he had a start on television and it was just he was so funny and and classic and in modern day Australia you don't 
even though we did have Hey Hey Saturday and whatnot, you don't see that kind of funny, you don't kind of see that charisma and that, you know, light and that grace and that, you know, sort of etherealness of Bert Newton. Well, it's it's interesting that the type of shows that Bert Newton would present today um, are practically non-existent today, yeah. unfortunately. Um, like, for example, um, you know, the Don Lane show, for example, um, some of the jokes that were that were said um, in the Don Lane show, you simply couldn't show today because today is too woke for them. Um, there's certain things that, that were perfectly socially acceptable back in the day, which were just not socially acceptable now. Mm. Um, and it's unfortunate because Burton had a great sense of humor, in my um, personal opinion. What I think they should uh, do- one, one thing, one thing about one thing about uh, Bert Newton, especially on the Don Lane show, yeah. is one of the most notable uh, for sending up other cele- other celebrities, you know, like parodying them. And stuff like that. And at one stage, one of the celebrities actually came out. I was like watching him. It was just, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah, actually, yes, at the Pavarotti one. So he dressed up yeah, as Pavarotti. Yeah. Um, and then he and, came out. And then Pavarotti <laughs> came out for real and he was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> How do I explain this? I think, you know, I think what they should do now, and if Patty would allow it and permit it, is have the Burton Union Scholarship for for you know young Australians who are getting their start in radio and then getting their start in television and theatre sports and comedic you know being comedians and comedic Um, moments so it should be a theatrical yeah theatrical scholarship for people who say for example those who went to NIDA or yeah NIDA NIDA, something like that the Burton Newton scholarship where it gives young Australians a scholarship all paid for and the start and the push and um and you know the you know the excitement of you know learning well wouldn't it be good if we actually paid for a scholarship for um a very special talented australian to to basically pay for their entire nida um uh college education and then that could be our next um, top celebrity that represents Australia. But I, I, I believe Bert Newton is, he's not just a celebrity, he's, he's, a, he's somewhat of a parent that we all grew up with, whether we had our own parents and, you know, even though we had our own parents or those who lost parents, he represented the Australian family and yeah, I, I think he, he was, was family to all of us, even I, though we, I, we I, didn't know I, him well. I actually saw him as basically um basically family entertainment at its best so the the type of entertainment that he was basically selling um was very very popular in the 80s that it was basically for everyone and it was sort of that like that hey hey it's saturday type um entertainment where there's something for everyone unfortunately um because there's more sex on television today and there's more uh, X-rated stuff that's through the media, um, that sort of entertainment doesn't really exist anymore. Um, and I wish it did, but it, it doesn't because it's like our, all of our media is like dominated by um, sex and, and violence drama. and drama. Um, so um, I'm, 
there aren't so many classic Australian shows like the Don Lane show anymore. Um, even Hey Hey is struggling like yeah, today, even though to, I hear there's going to be a comeback. To be honest, what I loved about Bert is you turn on the television and there he was on Good Morning Australia. But thing is, it never felt scripted. It never felt everything he had to do and say was scripted on a cue card or written for him to read. It felt like Bert knew the instant you turned on your television and you saw him being silly and you went, oh, that's Bert. You know, nothing was scripted. Everything was on point, original, classy, elegant, funny. And genuine as And well. genuine. It wasn't like you're watching a, you know, comedy TV show where you're waiting for the, you know, the audience yeah. clap and yeah. I, awkward I, moment. I, I actually find that a lot of, I don't know if anyone's actually been to a television show recently, like in a live studio audience, a lot of the time they'll actually train you before the show starts to laugh and clap. Yeah. And I, I, I went to a show called Game of Games and we had to do that. And I was with my friends and we were just like, you know what, we've been um, yelling and screaming and clapping and applauding. And, um, and my, my, uh, my mouth hurts just from doing all this pre-op stuff and they haven't shown us anything. Um, oh, you know, so, um, but, you know, with, with Bert Newton, you, that didn't actually have to happen. Because he was funny. Yeah, but he was also, um, there was nothing really like you said. It, it wasn't scripted. And I, I find that in a lot of American television shows, um, particularly Mad TV, um, is they'll play, a, they'll play a joke, right? And the joke's really, really funny. Um, but then they will repeat the same joke over and over and over and over and over. And then it's just hmm. boring. It's like basically a Seth MacFarlane at your heart out. Yeah, um, also like- when it comes to Bert Newton, yeah. And he was like, he's talking about memories there. Uh, Good morning. Australia was, was not London 92. I think it was channel 10. That really was the first one to branch out from the nine o'clock slot. I think he had that, that variety show before anybody else did, I think. Yeah. Um, because if I remember right, I think Channel Nine would have like High Five or something, or I think it might have been High Five. I can't remember what year what year High Five came in, but anyway, you know, one of those you know young kids shows, you know, for the toddlers and stuff like that, for the kids under five and stuff. Channel Ten had that adult contemporary stuff hosted by Burton Newton, which was a variety show, which included like music, interviews, cooking segments, and stuff like that, and then. As you would, as it would come on to see, you know, um, Channel Nine would copy that, but with an earlier time slot called the Today Show, and then Channel Seven would move into it as well with Sunrise. But Bert Newton's uh, Good Morning Australia did it, did all that first when it came to the nineties daytime television. But as I was saying, you know, like with him, it was just honest and raw and real and genuine and heartfelt, like it honestly felt like waking up to Good Morning Australia. It's like, oh, yes, Bert's going to be on TV today. Wonder what, wonder what's going to happen today. You won't wait. It's not like... He was actually it, quite... It, it was interesting because he yeah. was actually quite a warm um, host. A warm soul. Well, not just a warm soul, but he was a warm host. And I and that's really, really good thing to have because, as you can imagine, people are, are quite nervous when they get on television because it's a big deal and and um they they have stage fright and all sorts of things but he kind of his presence kind of took that away from people he took all that fear away that it was just 
just nice as if he's basically you're coming over to his house and having a cup of tea. Yeah. So that was one of his um, best qualities. What's I the- find, I just before we go on to the next question, I find his heart and soul and the man that he was, he had a lot of empathy and kindness. Mm. And that showed on TV and it showed his, his true authenticity. When, for example, you're watching SNL, for example, you're waiting for that drop of, funny where you're wanting to laugh or clap but it's got like oh oh dear that's not funny yeah but I, then I, I find that but and it's look saturday night live today is compared, compared to say saturday night live 20 years ago um i know this is off topic um it's not the same show it's not nearly as funny and um to be honest it's almost restricted yeah um uh so but with but you didn't have that, oh, say this or say that. Or yeah, do yeah, this yeah or like do that. You, you can't say this on yeah. television. You Bert can't was say- just like, Bert was like the dad or the granddad we all loved in the morning. And if you didn't have your Bert fix of Good Morning Australia, waiting for that back to you, Moira, it's kind yeah. of like that moment, just now thinking about it, put a smile to my face because it's kind of like you're waiting for that moment. And it's sort of as soon as he came back on TV, it's sort of like just. I'm, I'm really going to miss him because it's sort of, I'm going to miss his presence, I think. Next question. Next question is, what shows did you grow up watching Bert Newton on? I think we covered that. And Good Morning Australia was one of them. But is there any other TV shows you love watching? Um, I, I think he, you know, he did basically be, he was on, well, my favourite show was The Don Lane Show, and I already mentioned that. Yeah. Um, but like he was that uh, to me that was potentially apart from hey hey it's saturday that was one of the greatest shows ever because yeah. he was so free but we've already discussed that um what about you leon about the same feeling um yeah something like that i was talking about like the don lane show as we know good morning australia would have been the, the as far as as far as me being alive at that point here's one for you is uh, i don't know if you guys would have known it but from 1976 to 1985 he did host a show called new faces now new faces oh, I heard about this. actually really actually really launched the careers of the likes of daryl summers john williamson as well there you go shane Bourne, comedian cole elliott comedian uh paul hogan hogs there you go is another one also keith urban was a contestant on new faces back in 1983 so not Go figure that faces, one out. new faces, faces. Yeah. New so is that faces. how is that how red faces started yeah, kind of. It was like it kind of turned out to be a parody of that. But anyway, but the, yeah, but that also launched, like I said, launched the careers. It helped launch the careers of the likes of Daryl Summers. So, so uh, Bert Newton's well, not quite Bert Newton at the time because uh, it new faces. Uh, it was hosted by uh, Frank Wilson at the time when Daryl Summers won. New faces, which Bert Newton was associated with. Inadvertently, well, not inadvertently, but helped launch the careers of the likes of Daryl Summers. Like I said, Daryl Summers, John Williamson, Shane Bourne, Cole Elliott, Paul Hogan, and also put in a in a sense, it put Keith Urban on the map, and also Peter Andre as well. Wow, Peter Andre, there you go. Next question: How did his era change Australian TV? Um. I don't know if how it could actually change Australia TV. Um, I can only see what Australia Australian TV 
was like it is today. Um, I suppose our what Burton Newton has effectively done has brought more um, acts to um, Australia. Um, and because it, there, there were lots of very, very famous jazz musicians that um, of course came on the um, Don Lane show and whatnot. And he was a very, um, you know, internationally known um, star. Um, but I can't really say how it changed. Maybe it was, um, it exposed the real larrikin side of Australian culture on the scene, perhaps. Um, that's, that's all I can really see. But, I, but his, his uh, era is different to what we have today. It's, it's a completely different era. Today we're like we're not even meant to swear on TV. Um, we're very restricted. Um, we have to be very mindful of what we say to other people because we people are very sensitive today. Very woke. Um, very woke. Um, so it, it's hard for me to actually say what did he actually bring. Um, I think it was just a different a different culture of television. I think. I think I can answer that for you. What did his era of television bring? We didn't have social media back then. We didn't have phones back then. So what he brought well, in his we era. We had, we had in the wall phones. Okay, no, we but what I'm talking about, phones. we didn't sit on our mobile phones and go on Facebook or Instagram. We didn't, we had computers, but we didn't spend time on those. We were sitting down as a family and his era brought laughter and joy. He brought positivity and kindness to people. And I think a lot of empathy and, you know, he brought that sort of family orientated vibe of it's time for Burton Newton and you sit down and you show respect and you laugh and you smile and it's that moment of we're with him and he's with us and that's what his era brought was family. Well I think he was he was I'm not gonna say he's a clean comedian because well I mean he was cleanish kind of thing um but he wasn't like over the top. And yeah. that's and that's why you know every, the whole family could watch him every single week, and and not have a problem with him, um, because I mean it was funny where it was a little bit scandalous, but it wasn't over the top like today. Today's over, a lot of today's stuff is over the top. What do you it's very, think? Very very shocking today. I think um, what he brought. I think what he brought was uh, stand up in the parody kind of thing because, like I said, he came up as uh, what a sidekick on the Don Lane show and also came up with the, I think of what he called, I think it's called satire now, I believe. Yes. That's satire. Right. That's when he's standing up other, that's when he's been playing stand-up comic to other celebrities, like dressing up as other celebrities and stuff like that. You did mention about, there was some controversy regarding him back in, uh, what was it, roughly nine, uh, was it 19s, uh, 1970s uh, during a, um, during one of the Logie Awards where he actually called Muhammad Ali. I even said to Muhammad Ali, I like the boy. Now, people don't know back then, I like the boy could have been, you know, twisted as a racial comment. And it was like, you mean Roy? And then Burton's going, yes, Roy. And he said, and he said, like, I'll change my name. I'll change my religion. I'll change everything, you know, as to lighten the mood because of what he potentially said at the time. So there was some controversy back then, but um, he, well, he brought up he brought that stand up, uh, stand up comedy comic and the 
and satire before it was before it was just flat out just rude satire you know just dumping yeah. just with a slate he didn't do that kind he was just you know doing a, like a a wholesome uh wholesome satire not uh dirty comics as we see these days next question all righty why won't there be another person like but and I'll start with that. I think there won't be another person like him. They they can try and they will try, but there'll never be another person like him because he was just he was just the most incredible, amazing human being and a gracious entertainer and host, a father, a grandfather. He was legendary and iconic, and I think there won't be another one like him because it's just hard to replicate someone like Bert with his integrity and empathy and kindness and love and positive light. I don't, I just, I'm sorry. I, I think they can try, but it'll never yeah. ever happen. I, I don't think you can really replace Bert Newton because um, he was always himself and anyone that basically tries is just a faker. But the truth is Australian comedy has changed um, dramatically. Um, you know, we're, we're more vocal or we're a lot of the time we're actually more political. So we, we joke about politics all the time, um, and that's very distinctively Australian um, to make fun of our leaders all the time. Um, we also, our, our comedy is very rude as well and very brash. Well, I wouldn't call it brash, but it's, it's, it's quite, um, um, our, our, it, it, our comedy isn't as sexist as it once was. Um, and so... Uh, for that reason, you can't, re I mean, unless, the thing is, there really isn't that much wholesome family comedy out mm -hmm. there anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'll, go, I'll give you an example. Um, so, um, like, The Gruen Transfer is a perfect example. I mean, that is a show literally about making ads, and it's a really funny show about making ads. And how and the information about making ads and, and all of that, um, but I wouldn't really call that um, a show designed for children. Um, it's really an adult type show because really it's adults that would only get that sort of humour. Um, and then you've got, I guess, um, you know, other shows um, back again, um, like like again there are sort of like there there aren't really many unfortunately there aren't many that many australian um comedies out there that were basically in his in in his area i like um I, i'll give you an example now like are you being served i know that's an english show um but that's around about the same era as bert newton that you could get away with saying certain things and it was funny People in Australia don't really write comedies like that anymore. It's more truth-based. A lot of it is truth-based. It's not really... Oh, um, it's not really um, based on dressing up as um, another character and then acting out because that would might be considered offensive today. So for that reason, um, we you'll never have another um, comedian like Bert Newton because of what... Um, people were into and what people uh, do or don't find offensive, um, especially with um, a lot of politically mo motivated um, groups that are out and about today.
That's why I don't think you'll ever get another Burton Union. The other thing I want to say before I pass it on to you, which is um, that back then we didn't have to watch what we say or said or did to offend or anger or upset anybody. Now it's different because with Bert, we didn't have to do that. Now it's because everybody's so woke and anything you say can and will be held against you. Yes, and, and it will be held against keyboard you. Keyboard warriors and targeted and issues and drama and problems and, you know, this, that. and But with Bert, it was just like none of that existed. No, and if you, I mean, if you were really offended about someone on, on television, I mean, you know, you did, you did, there were, you know, um, places or uh, letters that you could write to the Australian uh, Box Office um, Commission. But unless you actually were bothered to write a letter, which most people weren't, um, no one really cared kind of thing. Um, whereas today, everyone's got Facebook, everyone's got social media, everyone will complain every 30 seconds about something, about the smallest of things. And as a consequence, people have to um, really watch what they say or they'll lose their jobs. So that's for that reason. You'll never get another Burt Newton for that reason. What do you think? I agree. There's no, the, the problem, these, the problem these days with comedy is you can't really do much comedy these days because there's standards of practices. Uh, that's what I hate about it because like you said, the keyboard warriors, mate, they drive me absolutely insane. I, I am one of those people that I really get fired up against this kind of stuff, like against uh, against the keyboard warriors, mate. If you don't if you don't want to watch what's going on, change the channel. Because uh, I'm the kind of person that's not going to bend to these people. I will tell them. I, I'm I pretty much punk them out straight away. If you don't like what don't like a push fast board to use your TiVo or something, you know, just fast forward it. We still sell TV in Australia. Well, I don't or know. just not watch but, the show. It's so simple. Yeah, there, there exactly. Is, don't watch the show. You can watch something else for 30 minutes. It's not that hard. There are shows on Netflix that we enjoy and then there are shows on Netflix that we don't enjoy. Um, yeah. and, so, and the ones that we don't enjoy, we just don't turn on. It's just a simple... I don't watch them. I'll find something else to watch for that period of time or something. Yeah, you're right. There was a question I wanted to ask, but I think we've already answered that. So I'm just going to skip to the next one, which is why is the loss of Burt Newton a major loss to Australian television? I think it's the the amount of um, the amount he will amount of um, work he put into television itself. So, um, Leon, I, I know you can answer this question for me. So let's let's have a calculation of how many years. Bert Newton literally spent in the entertainment industry to date. Wow. So he began, so he began his television career back in 1957. He really kind of, you know, uh, faded out from that around what is it, around 2000 and what, 12. So from 57. So it's about, about roughly 50, 60 years, somewhere in between there. So he spent 60, 60 years entertaining Australia. Six, Something six, along those lines. Okay, so the only other um, people or person or, um, or or individuals that I know of that that have basically had that sort of um, career, uh, career span in the entertainment industry would probably be some of the um, the uh, uh, the footy commentators like Fatty or Sterlo, who's just retired. Um, or um, uh, some of the cricket um, commentators as well that have a fairly long 
um, long career span. Long, long career span. Mm. But Bert Newton's really the the only the long term one, uh, long term talk show hosts that have really gone the distance. And I challenge anyone to go. Well, how many how many people of his era have lasted that long? Even Don Lane retired before way before um, Bert Newton um, retired, way before. When his show ended, um, it was probably like the worst thing ever because that was the funniest thing on television. But still, Bert Newton outlived um, Don Lane. So um, I think that's why it's such a big deal because of the amount of years he spent um, on, on Australian television. Let's not forget the advice. I mean, I've read so many things on Facebook and Instagram where celebrities have said, thank you for giving me my start on your show on Good Morning Australia. Thank you for the loving advice you gave me. You know, you told me to be myself. You told me to, you know, just spread my wings and fly. You told me that I could do it. You told me to believe in myself. You told me to have faith. You told me to try and try again. And if you fall, get back up and keep going. He gave he didn't give tough criticism. He gave loving, caring advice to celebrities and to people he met. And he was always open to photographs and selfies and autographs and on the phone and on social media. He always gave a hundred thousand percent of himself. Mm. And you know, his loss will impact Australia because we won't have another Burton, we won't have another funny, we won't have that kind of generosity and he he made made it his mission that we wake up with him every day we laugh with him every day and how fun he was and his charisma and his you know it wasn't you know I I'm not here to offend or anger anybody or insult anybody but he wasn't all about me 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 it was I'm here to entertain you I hope I can make you smile I hope I can make you laugh I hope you learn something from me as I learn from you and I think that's a really, really hard thing for the loss of the Australian media and television is that there will never be another authentic person like him. Um, I, 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 I wonder, uh, I, I just remember about the time, one, one of the things that he had to actually go through, which is his own battle, not only with his health concerns, but one of the biggest battles that he had was also um, when he briefly went bankrupt um, because he, there was a period of time where um, he was off air for a while and then he had to, basically had to claw his way back up again. Yeah. Um, normally when um, Australian stars um, leave um, entertainment, they, they stay off the radar for the rest of their lives, but he didn't. Um, he had a bit of a break and then he, he basically clawed his way up and, and became famous again. I mean, that last... Reinvented himself with uh, Good Morning Australia around that time. Mm. Yeah, but also that moment of that last episode, that moment with him on Good Morning Australia where he finally said goodbye mm. and went off air on Channel 10. I remember that day I was lying in bed waking up to him and I was like, oh, that can't be. No, he can't He can't go off TV. No, that, that can't be. I'm sorry. Like, what... what what are we going to watch after that? Where's he going to be at? We need to stay with Bert. Bert is us and we are him, his family, his family, you know, him, Patty, you know, his whole family is our family. And whether we knew him personally or not, it's kind of like that moment of sadness. 
I'm like, and then he re- and he returned to and then he returned to Channel Nine like one year later after yeah after Good Morning Australia was uh, chopped back in 2005. Yeah. Lastly, last question: Is the passing of Bert Newton the end of an era? Yes, definitely. Unless they can bring back um, Hey Hey It's Saturday, which they're planning to, I think so. Yes. Um, I, I think, uh, unfortunately, gone are the days of Australian uh, family fun variety shows. Um, I wish there were more shows like them, but um, there aren't, unfortunately. Um, and I think that's a real shame because a lot of the time Australian, like I said before, a lot of the time Australian comedy concentrates on um, politics and um, advertisements and, and more, you know, um, morality and, and stuff like that and, and what's good and what's bad. Whereas the, the family fun um, variety show doesn't really seem to have a place in um, Australian um, television anymore. And that's a real shame. Um, it, it's a real shame. There, are, there will always be family television shows around um you know they'll, they'll come they'll come and they'll go but i don't think there'll be anything like what he brought to be perfectly honest the only thing i want to say about this before we close it is that the reason why it's an end of an era and there's one word to describe but mean wholesome wholesome and family those two words sorry wholesome and family orientated there'll never be another wholesome show or person like but and there'll never be another funny or charismatic or empathetic and kind and generous a big heart like his big shoes to fill but I'm sorry those shoes are ridiculously big and no matter who tries it's like you you can't outweigh the king yeah I I, well here's here's the thing I mean um what Australian uh presenter today um, has a has a big um, moon face of his actual face on a theme park. I mean, Hugh Jackman doesn't have one. Um, that shows that we are in, that that shows how how Australia is thankful to continue his legacy and to be able to see him every time you go to Luna Park. Yeah, exactly. So he's not really gone, not really dead in spirit, because everything that Luna Park represents is basically Bert Newton in in a way. Um, and, um, if you just want to know if you've never seen Bert Newton, which is strange that nobody has seen him, but just in case there are people that have never seen or experienced Bert Newton, um, I encourage you to go to Luna Park, um, because that's exactly what his personality was like. It was just full of fun and, um, glamour and, and, um, and, and, and when you saw him, um, you just walked away happy. There was yeah. never a time where you didn't walk away happy. And the other thing I can say about it is new gener- the new generation now of today of our modern world are discovering Bert Newton, are watching old videos of Bert Newton. The new generation are getting to know stories about Bert Newton, his legend and who he was. And I think the more the, more, uh, the new generation of today learns about him, I think they should, they should really have a, you know, class discussion in every school about 
legendary iconic human beings such as but you know I, I, projects I, on them and i i think honestly i i wish um australian television today would learn from burnt burnt newton and key into um the australian heart and the australian australian need for uh, for say the nuclear family wholesome um and i think that um if Australian television today can key into the need for at least a nuclear family or um, or a well-connected family, then they could potentially start making shows like that again. But because unfortunately we've got way too much drama on television, I don't see it happening. But I, I would want it to happen, to be honest. We definitely have reached the end of an era because obviously there's not going to be another Burt Newton. There's not going to be anybody like Burt Newton. The only one I can think of, right, is you mentioned it, Hey Hey It's Saturday, Daryl Summers. The Hey Hey It's Saturday have been around for a very long time. And obviously I have heard the rumours myself about bringing back Hey Hey It's Saturday for another run. It, because we live in this woke era, it can't be Hey Hey It's Saturday the way that we remembered it because it's just not going to work because there'd be too many people complaining. Also, another one that's been around for quite, well, that was around for quite some time was a show on Channel 7 called Wombat. Now, that was hosted, the host of that show was none other than Agro, okay? Obviously, Jamie Dunn from Agro's Kind of Connection. And uh, up to about 1990, that's when it became Agro's Kind of Connection. And it ran for, uh, up until 1997 so technically that was that was around for roughly tw uh, nearly 20 years so that was also the last of the last of the at least uh, uh, those kind of shows those long lasting ones i really do hope and pray that when the logies happens this year and they do an in memoriam and they show his videos and his oh, picture that sure. he gets a big you know, applause and standing ovation, not just that, a posthumous Logie Award where Patty and the family can accept it on his behalf and just sort of remember him as just... A I'll go one better for... I'll go one better. Maybe they should bring out the... Because what Aria have done, they've, they've renamed Breakthrough Artist to the Michael Godinsky Breakthrough Artist. Maybe they should bring one, uh, a Burt Newton Logie for, yeah, you I know... Agree comedy or something along those lines or something along those lines maybe well, that's what they should do as well yeah. I, I know i've been to um a, there's a museum in canberra um that actually has file ups um heart um i can't remember the exact name of it uh, i think it's the um just the national museum of canberra i believe um and that shows a bunch of um, Australia's uh, most famous Australians um, that have been on television, right? And has everyone um, from um, Benita from Play School and a few other really famous ones. So I wouldn't be surprised if they basically add Bert Newton to that collection, to be perfectly honest, because he was such a yeah. big deal. I really hope Australian schools, whether it's primary schools, high schools, universities really have an Australian history and as part of Australian history have Burton mm -hmm. and really study him and you know bring him into this modern day and this this new era of people of children and young adults and teens discovering you know Burton and discovering who he was as himself and wouldn't that be good I mean yeah. like 
you know, uh, we're, we're going to basically um, uh, add uh, a new piece of curriculum to um, the education system. You're going to um, learn about the biggest laugh of all of Australia. Not the biggest laugh, the biggest icon of Australia, Mr. Television himself. Yeah. But, you know, I think he should, he will go down in history and he will be remembered as just a kind soul. Well, it's an amazing one, person. One of the things I learned in history was basically we had to learn about, um, you know, uh, cricket matches and stuff like that um, between, um, so, uh, uh, um, between England and Australia um, and um, that particular area. Um, Era. So I wouldn't be, I would love it if um, the Australian government could, could add um, another um, era of, um, that, we, that we could raise our kids on about um, uh, what television was like during this period. And I, I think if they, they learnt that, they could learn a big part of um, Australian culture and what it means to be an Australian on Australian television. And I think that would be, to be honest, a great treasure to hold as opposed to just forgetting what just happened after the last, you know, 60 years of his presence, to be perfectly honest. And as we close the show, I want to thank you for coming on with us and I'm sure we'll see you again next week. And we'd like to send, on behalf of us at Catspace, we'd like to send our condolences to Patty, to Lauren, to Matthew and the grandkids and our love and our thoughts and our sincere prayers and condolences are with you, with all of you, and know that we all love you as family and the whole of Australia loves you as family and you will always be a part of our home and our life and you'll always be in our hearts. So we will miss we will miss you, Bert, and thank you for everything you did for us as a human being as a kind, wonderful, warm, gentle soul and as an entertainer. And I think it would be fitting to say goodbye if you have something, Leon, maybe. Uh, that, like I said, there's never, there's not going to be another, there's not going to be another bird, unfortunately. No. I wish there was, but they just ain't. Do you have something that we could put as a memento to say our goodbyes and well, I'm just thankful he wasn't on the country practice because that was a terrible that show. <laughs> oh, how can you say that about a country practice? Come on. I think every, I think every TV show should hold a tribute to him. So, yeah. Once again, thank you to our subscribers and to our up-and-coming subscribers and viewers. We hope you've enjoyed today's tribute to the legendary, iconic, uh, Mr. Bert Newton, a, an attainer, a father, a grandfather, a legend. And um, tell us what you think. Please subscribe and push the bell. Uh, leave us some comments. Uh, tell us what topics or ideas you'd like us to cover next, and we'll do that for you. And I'll also give you a shout out. And thank you for tuning in every week. And hopefully, we'll put everything on today and send out that audio on Spotify as well. Make sure you follow us there as well in Catspace. So from all of us, we'd like to say thank you for tuning in. Do you have anything, Leon? I've, I've got a I've got a picture I've got to bring up. Uh, I'll bring up you know, just after we just after we've done this. Okay. Well, we'll see you later. Take Bye. care, everybody. Bye. Bye.